Welcome to the Graybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Graybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Graybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Well, hello and welcome to the Graybeard Chronicles episode number 17. Moving right along. Wow. And we're uh, we're recording on a at a different day and time that we normally record. This is a uh, a Sunday afternoon and we're um, recovering a lot of from, going on from Travaganza yesterday and Kevin's getting ready for all kinds of great things that are going on in his uh, his life this week and uh, Thus, the need to record on a different day. I wanted to congratulate you on an awesome Crabaganza, by the way. It was well done, well executed, and I think, you know, the crowd was just very appreciative of you creating an opportunity and a venue for them to come together and fellowship, which is really important. And uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And, yeah. Uh, and thank you, and uh, thanks to Six Bears and a Goat Brewing Company for being a big part of that bringing uh bringing some outstanding beer for folks to partake in and uh consume absolutely it was well done and i, I wanted to show you we left crabaganza and then uh immediately went home and and dressed up for halloween and our our guests can't see this but there's me and my daughter joanna uh, <laughs> that's <dressed> awesome <laughs> at back in the brewery um Oh, that's right. You guys did have a Halloween party we last night. We had a Halloween night. party at the brewery last yeah, night. Yeah, I was so way too was. spent to be attending any Halloween parties last well, night. Well, I didn't, you you know, didn't, really I didn't have, have to finish kegs afterwards either. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's, uh, we, don't, we don't set out to be a wasteful group. Of course. And, uh, you know, when there's, there's kegs that are almost finished but not quite finished, we, uh, we feel compelled it to is. do something about that. It is your obligation to do so. Yes. And you were you were enjoying some uh, well, I'll say necessarily instant gratification. But, uh, how's that for a segue? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We, uh, you know, of course, I created it a little bit because we, you know, in the uh, in the effort to be outstanding hosts, we um, don't like the gr- the drinking lamp for for members of our chapter that are hosting this event, right? Because we don't we don't need shit faced hosts, right? You know, we want people that are that are doing a good job and 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 not. Uh, overindulging themselves in, in beer while they're helping folks with what they need at the event. So we, uh, we didn't light that drinking lamp until, you know, like four o'clock when yeah. the event was over. So at the, by that time, People you know, were folks ready. were ready. They were know? ready. And you're right. And, and the thing is, no, really, I mean, we're going to talk about that today when we get into our, excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Actually fits with the topic. That's a great example. It, it fits with the it topic. It was delayed gratification. It was delayed gratification. They got through and I also got to tell you, didn't expect this, didn't see it coming. I couldn't have received more help in just doing, you know, my little piece of it, our little piece of setting up the tent and getting the ice and getting the kegs in place and all of that. There was, I was swarmed with people who were um, not too busy because they were holding on to a beer. Right. And uh, were helping out. And it just made everything run really, really, it, it was well executed, which is what struck me. So... Well done. I appreciate you saying that. And uh, our, our guys are certainly service-minded when it comes to that. So yes, they are. They're going to 
they're going to jump in and help wherever they can. So it's nice to hear that feedback. Look forward to participating next year. Yes, we will. Uh, we will be seeing it clearly in 2020. You know what I mean? See what I did there? Yes. <laughs> yes. It'll be in focus. <laughs> yes. With focused intention. Focused intention. That's right. So what? Uh, what are we talking about today? I think. Uh, I think the title. It, it, it was your turn for the topic, and the uh, the title is the trouble with instant gratification. I think yes. that's that, that's yes. going to be an interesting topic, and uh, you know, it's uh, it is interesting that we had that example from yesterday, and guys having to wait to to drink beer because yeah, I mean that that fits right into what we're talking about. So, what caused you to pick that one? Like like so many, th- thank you for asking. Like so many things that we've talked about on previous podcasts, there are any number of examples, and we're going to get into some of them today about life experiences that I have been through, and not just me, many of the people that I know, and I'm sure you're gonna have some yourself when we, when we get into this, where you see something over and over again, and that is, especially today, because we have, we as a, as a, as a human, you know, group, <laughs> human race, not a race, you know what I mean, human beings, the technology in the world has has caused us to be able to do so many new and interesting things so quickly. You know, technology, the internet, access to information, uh, all of the capabilities that brings, and, and there's much good that goes with that. And I'm not, I don't intend to indicate in any way it's not, but what it's also done is it's fed, part of our, I think the human condition is, if you go back to the early days, you know, why, why was there a need for instant gratification? Why, why was that part of who we are in our psyche? And it was because, you know, when, when you were not worried about anything about except where your next meal was coming from, you had to go after that immediate gratification because if you didn't, you starved to death. Right. And so, you know, that was really something that got built into our psychological DNA and the world has changed and we don't have like in many ways the same needs that we had back then and so what that has done is it's to some degree hijacked our brain uh, because now we want instant gratification for everything and we'll get into the specific examples but what we often end up doing today is we exchange short-term joy and the high and the experience and the feeling for the long-term benefits that you get from delaying the gratification and going through the process of earning those even higher, in fact, exponentially higher rewards that come from delayed gratification and people lose sight of it and it's easy to lose sight. So, boy, that's a long and winding sort of explanation. No, that that certainly makes sense. And and the other thing too, uh, you know, not getting the necessary, not getting the, the benefits necessarily from the delayed gratification I think um, you know in, in doing some reading about this and, and also you know seeing how it plays out in, in certain circumstances and so on you know instant gratification in and of itself can can lead to some destructive habits and very uh, much so. behavior that that is not good is abnormal so, right yeah right. absolutely and it um, it can create a kind of a <laughs> snowball effect and uh, get out of control for folks addictions jealousy um, you know anger and stress that is unnecessary 
you know, all of those things. Yeah, because you want the fix right now. Right. And 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 very often we go get the fix right now. But yeah, because we're we're the society of abundance, right? We have everything available to us right now. That's right. And but you pay a price. You pay a price for it, and you you get that fix, and then all of a sudden, I mean, what's a here's a really easy and classic example, um, and probably every human being at some point in their life that lives in um, a first world environment probably has to think about their weight at some point. You know, so weight control. Um, you know, the the immediate gratification is I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm going to go satisfy that hunger. And there's so many freaking options to, to get food, fast food, food delivered to your home, food packaged in easy to open things that are in your cup. I mean, it's just one thing after another to satisfy, but it comes. Yeah. So full of preservatives, it would survive the next world war. Exactly. And then some. Right, yeah. right. And so that's just a great example of. Should you be willing to exercise the self-control to delay the gratification and, and make the decision to eat something that's healthy and nutritious, the long-term benefits to your health are tremendous compared to the constant, instant fulfillment of, I need, I'm hungry, and I like sugar, and it's tasty, and I'm, believe me, I'm one of them. And you know, next thing you know, you're 50 pounds overweight, especially in this country. There's a lot of adult males who are 50 pounds overweight. And what do you do about that? And why? why By somebody's standard, anyways, right? <laughs> Correct. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Right. I'm glad I've never had to struggle with I, that. <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week. It was a special week. Yeah. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you touched on the fact that, um, you know, this is stuff that, I know, in, uh, in reading through some information about instant gratification and just thinking about how that applies to my own behavior, uh, I absolutely. Am, uh, am guilty in, in many areas of my life of engaging in, in that behavior. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily counterproductive in all scenarios. And I agree. in some, I think it is. And so this was, uh, this was kind of a, uh, a good check yourself exercise to be thinking about, hey, you know, what, what am I doing uh, in the instant gratification space that I need to maybe shift my thinking and, and do it a little bit differently to be more productive yep. by you know delaying that gratification. Uh, yeah, a, I agree. Like anything, there's a time and place for everything, and and so I'm not saying that instant gratification is all bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that on a you know on the grand scale of things, it is the the, the needle is drifting over toward more destructive outcomes long term right. than we're yeah. comfortable and I, I think it depends on what what the subject matter is too right so what what it is that you're getting that instant gratification from because some of them are just you know there's no way to put a good spin on it it's just bad right 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 um you know behaviors with illegal drugs and, and things of that nature i mean that's that's a slippery slope that you go down you may never ever recover from it yeah that's and, right you know I, uh, so there's some things, and you know, one of the things that immediately came to mind when, when you threw this topic out there was, you know, the, the smartphones and, and, and our addiction to those things. And I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, you know, I, I check my phone a lot. Um, As and do I. And I, I think, you know, I'm not making excuses for it, right? So I've, I've gotten better about it here recently, especially right. when, uh, when you and I had that conversation about turning off the notifications on it. Right. You know, now... 
I can set it aside and focus on stuff a little bit easier because of the things not, you know, I never had, I was never big on the audio, you know, the audible notifications. It was always the vibration, but you set it on the table and the thing's going, you know, all, all afternoon. Um, so it's nice to be able to put that aside. But the, the, the thing about the, the smartphones and the texting and, you know, posting of, of information on uh, social networks and, and wanting to see the reaction that people have and so on, you know, it's, uh, it's dangerous behavior, especially if you're driving a motor vehicle. Oh, and the, uh, yeah. man, the statistics that are out there about the number of people that are killed in uh, incidents involving cell phones, right? So whether it's texting or, or the use of a cell phone, um, pretty, pretty big numbers. And, and the, um, the folks that are, uh, well, the, the fatalities associated with it, I um, made a note here. It's, um, well, this says 14% of all fatal U.S. car accidents involve cell phones. But the wow. bigger number that I was really puzzled about and, and, and kind of bothered me is that 390,000 people a year are injured as a result of texting and driving. So those are just injuries, right? right. And and it doesn't uh, rank them in, in you know order of severity, right? So you should, you know, I mean, you could have a, a bunch of people on the end of, end of that spectrum that, right. you know, quite frankly, are injured so bad they might have been better off if they were killed in the incident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's that's a big number, 390,000 people that are injured as a result of texting and driving. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here on my, you know, white horse or in my glass house and tell you that I haven't done that or, or claim that I don't do that. Are there times? Yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't make it right. I have gotten better about using the voice feature and doing the, the voice texting. Although, you know, that adds a whole element of creativity and surprise for the people on the receiving end of that because as I found out, technology is not quite where it needs to be. I don't know if Siri cannot comprehend redneckies right. or what, what exactly the problem it. is. I think that's it in your problem. That's in your case, that's the problem right there. No, uh, you, you, uh, you made me think of a whole bunch of things, but but one of them is yeah and i i would the social media aspect of instant gratification is one that i believe is i'm, I'm going to use a big word here without any hard scientific evidence to back it up but it's like epidemic it's i think it's that big and what you talked about just with the but it, it's way more than that too because people are are on their phones all the time and i i'm better too now it used to be uh I mean, I could be in a very important conversation with somebody on a very important topic and my phone would start buzzing and I would interrupt that conversation to see what was going on. Some stupid ass text that came in from somebody having nothing to do with anything. Right. You know, breaking the rhythm of that important conversation. And it's almost become socially acceptable to do that. But think about the, the damage to productivity the damage to creativity because you're interrupted right in the middle of some important thing. Right. The damage to that relationship. The damage to the, yeah, because some people. That's really, just rude. Yes, it is. You know, I, I, saw, um, yes. I saw a quote uh, on that very subject. It said, um, putting your phone down to have and be present in a conversation with some that, somebody that you're, you're talking with, there's an app for that. It's called Respect. Ooh. I like that. I like that a lot. It is called respect. 
Yeah, and so there's so many, and, and almost none of it, uh, with, with rare exception, now that reminds me of a really funny story, speaking about um, technology and when we didn't have it, not all that long ago. Um, most of it is so unimportant. That's, that's my, one of my points, is right. that we just get, I gotta see, you know, what's the latest posting on Facebook? I'm, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't have that particular one, but I, I like looking at LinkedIn. I like, you know, when I post something there, yeah, I want to see how many people have reviewed my post for right. the last, you know, hour. <laughs> you know, it's just whatever. whatever. Whatever your sort of poison is, your social media poison, it's out there. And most of it is so unimportant. And we just got to get a hold of that. Yeah. So that Catch yourself poison. in the moment. Right. Right. So, you know, as I, uh, I was thinking about this today, I actually flashed back to a scenario yesterday where I was guilty of exactly what we just talked about, right? Okay. So we just we just finished up this big event, and I was excited to see, you know, what kind of feedback we might be getting on social media and so yeah. on. Yeah. And so I was looking at that at the same time that I was having conversations with some folks, and you know, I I uh, I, I don't like the way that I probably showed up in that scenario yeah. now thinking about yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, um, yeah, I I, I I owe a few people some apologies, I think, for. You know, not being respectful to their their time and the conversation that we were having. It's very real. It's very relevant. It's very present in everybody's life. Um, the story, it, and it's it has a little bit to do with this. But when when cell phones first came out, first of all, the, just the, the whole technology thing. Just I, I tell people this story all the time. It, it blows my mind. When I was a kid, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even imagine the things that are happening. But years and years ago, probably, oh gosh, what was it? I don't know, close to a decade ago. Um, we're driving through wine country in California. And my daughter is in high school, but she's spending time over in Paris every summer. She fell in love with Paris. Something she read as a little girl and just wanted to be there. So literally every summer, her entire high school period of her life, she spent in Paris. That sounds or, horrible. Or, or, or Nice or um, cool. Marseille, somewhere in France. And, and so anyway, she texts the phone and says, hey, would you like to Skype for a few minutes? And that was when Skype was fairly new and still a little bit bumpy. But So we pull off the side of the road, open up my laptop, connect it to the hotspot on my phone. I'm sitting on the side of the road in wine country with the vineyards all around, and I'm having a face-to-face -face chat with my daughter that's in Paris. It blew my mind. I, I just couldn't believe that we, that we were doing it. And, and now it's way beyond that. It's incredible the things that can happen. But where was I going with all this? I was, um, oh, I was telling the story about when I was a, uh, at the Coast Guard Academy. My brother was at the Naval Academy. And we decided we were going to spend Army-Navy weekend together. He was a football player, but he was injured. And so um, I was going to go down to the Naval Academy, meet with him. We were going to drive to Philadelphia and uh, watch the game together from, from the stands among the Navy folks and all that. Gotcha. And, but there were no cell phones. They didn't exist yet. So I got on a train and I rode down to uh, Annapolis from New London, Connecticut. And I arrived. And have I told you this story before? Okay. So No, you have not. So I go to the pay phone. Remember those? Pay phones? I mean, there I've, are people I've, out there who don't know. I've, I've heard of those. I'm not yeah. quite as old as you are. but. Uh. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, that one's gonna leave a yes, mark. Yes, yes. Oh. I'm familiar with payphones. I used to go in there to change clothes. <laughs> yes, put on your Superman outfit, right? <laughs> yes. 
yes. Anyway, so I called his company from the payphone at the bus station. And he's not there, and he's out somewhere, and blah, blah, blah. So I, you know, I call another friend that I know who goes to the Naval Academy. Many phone calls on this payphone, you know, 25 cents at a time. Wasted all of my pocket change, never to find my brother. Well, apparently, and I, we had all this arranged. Everything, you know, these are two smart young men who can defend the country and do whatever, but can't figure out how to find each other in a small town. Anyway, he goes to, I was at the bus station, he goes to the train station at the appointed time. He's at the wrong place. So finally, they, he and his buddy scratch their head, and they say, where, what, what, what do we do wrong? Anyway, he ends up driving to the bus station, and then he decides to call back to his company at the academy and find out, hey, is my brother called? So, yes, he did, and here's the phone number that he left. So he dials that phone number, and the, <laughs> and the pay phone right next to him, the stall right next, starts ringing, and his buddy picks it up, and they're chatting with each other. We ended up getting together, but the reason I say that is because how did we get along without this technology? I mean, we did. We got along. It didn't exist for most of human existence, this kind of technology, this, 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 the speed of tech, technological improvement wasn't there, and we, we did just fine. In fact, it probably in some ways was better for our psyche. And we're learning how to deal with this whole new world. Right. And there's a big psychological component to it. And we got to get a hold of it. That's part of the solution. Anyway, that's a long yeah. story. So. I, uh, you know, I think in some ways we'd be better off if we still had to drive home to use the telephone. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a... Trying to remember, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. the only time you can talk on a phone is when you got to your end destination. Right, or your landlines, point. that was it. That was it, that was the only option that you had. Imagine that. And, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about it is uh, there's, there's so many people, um, you know, today, uh, young adults and, and, and folks that are, um, you know, living very productive lives and, you know, they, they don't have any recollection of it being that way. You know, they, they've had cell phones of some description around for their entire lives. And they don't know any different. Right. Exactly right. And so, they're, you know, and they, again, and that's probably, okay, so the thing that caused me to, to actually come up with this topic at, at, at the very beginning is I have a daughter who's a millennial. I'm, I'm, you know, chat with her all the time about how's your life, you know, how, how are the people of your generation, what, what's it like? And then I observe them because I work with them uh, at the brewery and, and then, you know, and, and there really is a lot of, here to me is the biggest addictive feature of instant gratification as it applies to the work world. There's nothing more addictive than getting something for nothing. And it is, I just graduated from college, I'm going into the workforce, and I want a high paycheck, and I want a secretary, and I want taken care of, and I want perks, and I want benefits, and I want all of this stuff right out of the blocks, but I do not want to, nor do I expect that I will have to work for it. And that, you know, it's that I want it right now because I'm used to, I don't know any better. My whole life has right. been, and believe me, not all millennials are this way. My daughter's not this way. And many are not, but there are many are because right. of what you just said. They've, they've grown up in a world where everything, you get it right now. And, right. All, and they, so they get into the workplace and they want it right now. No, dude. <laughs> you're gonna have to pay some dues to get exactly, what you want. You're exactly right, and it's, I, I think it's also you know we've talked before about the the element of our society and the fact that we're raising people that can't cope, 
you know, that's, I think that dovetails right into that, right? So they, you know, these folks can't cope with being told, no, you know, you're not going to get that right now. You're going to have to work for it because their entire lives they've been living or, you know, riding on that train of instant gratification and they haven't been taught to, to work for it and put in the time and the effort and earn your stripes, if you will. That's right. Think about your daughter, Maddie, and her music. You know, think about any human endeavor of accomplishment. Nobody who arrives at, at world-class status, world-class level, without many, many hours, years of hard work and effort. And I know Maddie is, is, I mean, she is laying the groundwork right now because I've seen her and I hear you talking about it and I watch her social media and I know she's out there every weekend playing and singing and getting better. And you don't just, you know, get a guitar and all of a sudden you're a rock star. <laughs> no. It doesn't work that way. It, it takes time. It takes effort. You got to hone your craft. That applies to anything, athletics, business, leadership, you name it. You're not going to be... Now, I'm not saying that people don't come along and have these amazing ideas that explode onto the scene. One of the ones that I can think of right off the top of my head is Facebook. You know, Zuckerberg and all that. That was a that was an amazing technology that he created. And, I mean, it went viral right. as soon as it... Within, you know, a decade or so, it went from some guys in college working on their computers to, you know an IPO worth billions of dollars. That kind of stuff happens, although I'm quite sure, I don't know the details of him, he was a skilled programmer and his the team, the folks that he worked with had a collective brain. Yeah, it didn't, didn't have him by accident. Right. Right. But I can guarantee you there was a whole bunch of shit that he didn't know when they, I mean, he had to learn it and he had to learn it the hard way and he had to learn it by being, you know, thrown into the arena day after day after day and making lots of mistakes and now, a decade later, he's a hell of a lot smarter and a hell of a lot better at what he does. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't because he arrived there instantly, and it was because he worked at it. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, we've had conversations about their, this podcast and, you know, how when we first started, it was challenging to, uh, you know, have this conversation and just have it flow and we we do fine right up until we hit the record button and it was like we got tongue-tied and couldn't talk anymore um you also use an example of uh of of joe um what's his name joe Joe rogan experience yeah his his podcast right so when uh if you go back because you and you pointed this out to me and i've done that i've gone back and and looked at some of the first episodes because they video all these Mm -hmm. right and they, they were not good. They're not good. No. They're not good. And, I mean, and this thing has become the number one podcast in the world. Right. And uh, right. it certainly didn't start out that way. So it's, uh, you know, something you definitely have to work at. And, and uh, you know, check that out. Go go watch the one of his current episodes and then dial back the wheels of time and uh, go ahead and uh, look at one of his first ones and see how, how far they've come. Right. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, there you go. That's, that's to me, in fact, a very encouraging example that I am currently in a period where I'm reminding myself of that. Not that we're awful, just, but we just got to stick with it and keep going. Yeah. I I don't think we're awful. No, not at all. In (laughs) fact, I think we're definitely not awful. Not even close to awful. Yeah. And we're having a good time doing it. So that's, uh, I love it. That's a a perk of the, uh, of the experience. Yeah. What you guys listen and don't know is 
we were getting ready to record, hit the hit the record button, and we we always, I think every single time we've done this, not not a lot, we just you know pour a I don't know quarter inch or so into a of some cocktail of choice into a a glass and enjoy that while we're chatting. And I I had decided that I you know I didn't want that this time and. And then we started to record, and I started to twitch. So I was like, <laughs> "It was not pretty." <laughs> hey, we're in I was a routine. like, "Man, what's wrong with we're you?" In a, <laughs> we're in a routine. Oh my goodness! Um, but we solved that problem, so we're 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 good. So let's uh, toast again. Yes, Why not? Uh, I, mean, I don't think like we toasted yet I today. Know, so we're always trying to figure out a reason to toast. Have you heard this? I wanted to talk about another reason that instant gratification is so addicting. And that is because it is mood changing. And that's really important for people sometimes. And that's why when it can work, have you heard of the term retail therapy? Someone yes. Said, I need some retail therapy. Yes, absolutely. And why do they do that? What do Because well, it makes you feel good, it makes right? You it's feel instant good. gratification. It's instant You get that hit of dopamine. Yep. And uh, I mean, it's, it's a physical thing. It's it, just not, it, it's not something you're imagining, right? right? Your body is right. having a positive reaction right. to that experience. Yeah. And I'm sure you've probably done it yourself. I know I have, you know, you're down well, in the Not dull. today, I don't right. think, but <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I did, I did buy something earlier today. Okay. Well, there you go. It really works. It works at changing your mood. And sometimes that actually is a very healthy thing. It is if you are kind of down in the dumps or whatever and you can afford to do it and go do a little retail therapy and buy yourself something that's going to make you feel better, that's, that's a positive thing. Just as long as it doesn't become an addiction and you right. got, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt right. because you can't stop yourself. So, yeah, there's, a, there's an occasion where I'm going to snap out of it. I'm going to go do something. I'm going to completely change my environment. I'm going to go buy something that I, you know, maybe don't need or maybe I do but I'm but I want it and I'm gonna do it so yeah so just to, to kind of follow on to that I, I was actually um, doing some uh, some reading and watched a couple of videos about um, how you can train yourself to, to get away from as much of the instant gratification as you know you may be currently experiencing and it's simple stuff right so I mean you can use yourself as a your own little you know personal lab experiment right um, just little things like so you know you want to you want to go and and uh, you know have a cup of coffee or, or you want to have that um, snack in the morning or something right you know just just play games with yourself all right well I'm gonna have that but before I have that I have to you know go and work out or I have to do you know 25 push-ups or um, you know I want to go do this well before you do that you've got to you know get rid of you know, all the emails in your inbox and, and respond to all those. And just, I mean, I think there's ways that you can, you know, kind of manage yourself, if you will, and, and, and lead yourself in a better direction by, um, you know, putting those little things out there. Nope, can't do that. You know, I want to I want to go and, you know, do this this afternoon. Well, you're, you, that's cool. You can do that. However, right after you you've got to complete all of these things dot, dot, prior dot, to yes, it. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, give yourself that uh, that structure, if you will to create the, um, the environment of delayed gratification instead of always the instant gratification. I also, I read, um, and, and this makes perfect sense, you know, I've, I've talked about procrastination before and uh, how it's a, um, it's a coping mechanism for stress. And it can also be 
um, a, a symptom of that instant gratification, right? So you're, uh, you're procrastinating and you're doing things that give you that instant gratification. Looking at social media. Exactly. Right. Yeah, checking on whatever, reading the new news headlines. That's what's one of mine, too. I don't do it long, but I do. I do it. I mean, it's amazing. I wake up first thing in the morning, and I'm interested. What happened last night? You know, so what? And sometimes that's good, right? <laughs> the last couple of days, it's been waking up to see whether or not the Nats won. Exactly. And, and I've been disappointed both the last, the last two, two days. Games, that's been some rough losses. Right. Right. That's all right, though. Today's a new day. Tonight's a new game. But I like your segue into how do we get a hold of this and what do we do? You know, whether it's weight loss, whether it's deciding to get with an exercise program, whether it's the social media time sink, whether it's the retail therapy that's negative, whether it's you're using these instant gratification opportunities as a temporary escape from your reality. What do you do to get a hold of it? What do you do to get control of this uh, to to stop because again, remember what you're doing very often. You are exchanging that short-term high, that short-term feeling, that short-term you know, buzz for long-term, exponentially better results that you will get with some delayed gratification of investment. And, and, and in fact, that probably leads to, and I wanna, I wanna ask the question, I'll state this one thing and then ask you, yeah, just think about what you, what it is that you are, how you're hurt, how are you hurting yourself? Take the time to get a hold of your brain and say, if I do this, and it takes practice because it's not doesn't come natural. What am I? What's the price I'm going to pay for doing it? What what do you think? What are some things that? It's a uh, that's a difficult question, and and the reason I say it's difficult is because change is difficult for people, right? Yeah. Um, and, and at the same time, change is a very common thing, right? So it's happening all the time around you. Yep. There's new seconds and minutes occurring, you know, all the time. Yep. And nothing is exactly like it was a minute ago or two seconds ago. So while change is constant, people are still uncomfortable with it. And they also, in general, people are not going to change unless there's a driving force to make them want to change. And uh, you know, I've often heard it said that you know, you're not going to change until the anxiety or apprehension or the thought of the change that you would have to, to make, right? So the behavior that you would have to shift and do differently, um, when, when that becomes um, a lesser problem than the pain you're dealing with in the current circumstance, right? Yep. So that pain that you're experiencing in your current circumstance yep. has to be worse than your idea of what the pain is going to be in order to make that change before you're going to be willing to make the change. And, you know, I don't know that you can paint that picture in every circumstance. Okay. You know, because folks might not know, right? Okay. So it, okay. it um, you know, when you think about, you know, how much better could I be, I don't, I don't know if that's compelling enough for people because they, um, you know, it's, it, it's something you're, you know, you're having to envision and imagine, not something that you're, you know, you're really dealing with a whole lot of pain in the moment because you don't have it. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, I, and you are right. There, in many respects, it is not easy. Uh, but you, you, you got to start, at least in my view, you got to start. You got to get a hold of your mentality. You, and, and just before you eat the Twinkie, followed by the cupcake, followed by the... What's a Twinkie? I know, I know. There, there are people who... <laughs> 
There are people who don't know what a Twinkie is because they've vanished from the face of the earth. Although, for those who still have boxes of Twinkies somewhere in their cupboard that they've held on to for a few years, they're still good, man. They're just as good as they were the day they bought them because you talk about preservatives. Right. Those things. That's survival food, man. That is survival food. Do you have any? I'm not telling. I am not telling if I have Twinkies or not. Those things are way want, too valuable. You want some? <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, that was, a, that was a great line. Anyway, building the me- mental muscle to think about the long-term consequences. Before I eat all of this junk food, what are the long-term consequences of that if I do it day after day after day after day? And you might say, and... And probably in some cases it's true. It's only today. Damn it. I'm having a hard day. I'm going to eat some comfort food. Okay. I'm good with that. But if you do that every single day, 10 years from now, you're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to be overweight. You're going to have heart palpitations. You're going to whatever they are. Well, and you start, get addic- you start to get addicted to that behavior, right? Because right. of the, the, the dopamine hit that you get and you know that good feeling. And now you know an easy way to get that good feeling. Right. And then boom. All of a sudden, it becomes a habit, mm-hmm. and that's difficult to shake. And we talked about this thing. You know, we talked many times on here about um, your mindset. You know, what what are your where are you headed? Where are you headed with your life? Do you want to have extraordinary health? Do you want to um, do you want to have a really healthy, financially healthy nest egg for yourself twenty years from now when you're <clears throat> thinking about where you're going to be? Okay, well, what does that mean today? What are, the, what are the delayed gratification techniques? And you forget those if all of you're focused on is, I need, I need a new pickup truck and I need a nice one and I want it as soon as I can because I know when I'm driving around in this nice pickup truck, it is going to make me feel good. And you know, when I throw my groceries in the back every so often, it'll give me the opportunity because it all sometimes won't fit in the car. I'll be happy that I got that thing. <laughs> <laughs> So tell, tell me more about this pickup truck that you, that you, uh, you want. I, I want one. I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting one. But How uh, is not having this pickup truck holding you back currently? It's, it's not. It's not. That's just it. It's not. So anyway. Do you feel incomplete without this pickup truck? <laughs> Clearly you hit a nerve here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you want to drive my pickup truck? <laughs> I do. I do. Do you mind if we swap for the day? We can, we can exchange tomorrow. Oh, That's funny. Yes. Where are you going? What are your long-term goals? Build that mental muscle and start with small steps. And when you achieve something, celebrate it in your, you know, in your own little small way. Just like you said, uh, I'm going uh, to – you shared some examples. You know, I want to do this. Okay, but before you do that, you got to do this or this or this. And then have a little celebration. Well, I, don't, I don't know. However, you, you know, can can do that. But that right. starts to build the mental muscle. Yeah, it it becomes, I think, an act of self-discipline. That's it. That actually is a key word right there. It is self self-control, self-discipline. Yes, hundred percent. And we we realize how much we don't have in this world when you really take the time to stop and think about it. Right. How much how much that is lacking. So. <sighs> Well, let's see. For me, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of bringing it full circle as I think about this conversation and I think about some of the things that, that 
I think are important for people to take away from this in their own in their own lives is you think about instant gratification. First of all, and I'll just run through these quickly, and then um, and then you can share anything you want related or otherwise. But the reality in, in he, any human endeavor, you don't become really good or really successful or achieve the level that you want to without paying the price. And I don't mean literally in money or whatever, but I mean, it takes time. Right. And the instant gratification mentality is, it's a false, it, it gives you just false pleasure in the right. short term in exchange for the long term. So you gotta, you gotta be in the trenches fighting it out every day to <clears throat> get to the places that you wanna get. So that's point number one. Point number two is, is to get a hold of your thinking. Stay focused on who am I, where am I going, and what do I want to accomplish. And remind yourself in whatever tools and techniques you want to use, whether you review your goals every day or you have somebody that, in your life that holds you accountable through conversation or whatever, stay focused on your long-term, where am I going, what do I want to achieve, who do I want to be, realizing that in order to get there, there's a path or a couple different paths, and there's some things that can really sidetrack you. And if you're engaging in, in those sidetracking kind of behaviors, um, and then practice self-control and celebrate when you when you have those little successes, uh, that's kind of my some of my big takeaways. So, so I was um, I was reviewing my notes, and uh, I wanted to call this out because I and I think we've covered most of these, but um, ultimately, you know, there there are many bad things that can come as a result of instant gratification and continuing to engage in that behavior. And I think maybe there's some scenarios that people don't necessarily link to instant gratification. And what, what I want to use as an example is, you know, that, that feeling uh, of not being fulfilled or, or, or satisfied with, you know, what's going on in your life and what you're accomplishing. And, you know, I, I've seen this play out with, with folks many times where, and, you know, I, I don't know, I'm just kind of drawing a, a link here, and I was thinking about this earlier, is that, you know, you know these people that um, are, and we've mentioned this before, you've got to be comfortable by yourself, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so there's, there's folks out there that are not comfortable by themselves. They haven't figured out, you know, they're absolutely miserable by themselves. And so what happens is they jump from relationship to relationship to bad relationship to bad relationship because they're constantly looking for that next instant gratification quick, quick if fix you, yeah right. if, if you will yeah. and so you know they're not going to find it because they haven't figured out how to be comfortable in their own skin right and and you know love their their you know love their self yeah um, because that's the that's the first step so you know if you've um, if you know somebody like that or you are somebody like that um, you know, something to, to think about there. That uh, the quick you know, fixes. You've got, a, you know, yeah. you've got a string of bad relationships. Um, you know, maybe you're just unlucky. Um, however, I you know I'd draw some. Maybe look a little closer to the fact that you know you're the common denominator in all of those failed relationships. Yep. And um, you know maybe there's a reason for that. And 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 not that you're setting out to do that. It, you just might not know any better, right? You might not have figured out the the, the uh, switch hadn't been flipped. That wow, I'm uh, maybe I'm just looking for that that quick hit, you know that um, and and <laughs> quick hit. Yeah, you could actually take that a few different directions. But 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, I digress, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's some, there's there's definitely some uh, some problems in that arena where folks are are jumping from relationship to relationship because they're looking for that that high that you get from that new relationship, and then it goes south. Yeah, the exciting. And then they got to deal with all I've that been crap. Adored, and I, you know, every, yeah. it's all new and exciting. Yeah, and then and within a month or so, if it lasts that long, they're, they're, they're at each other's wow. throats, and now they got to deal with the fact that right. you know. Well, shit, we live together now. What are we going to do? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Especially those ones that, that where that curves within a month or so. Yeah, that's... And it, 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 had, it does happen. Yeah, it does happen all the time. You're like, really? Seriously? You're not going to give yourself a little more time than that to try to figure all that out? But, yeah, yeah but what's the long-term... What, what's the long-term... It's a perfect example. The long-term solution is to get comfortable with yourself and be happy with yourself. And you're, you're never going to add... Um, I don't want to say never. Uh, the likelihood of you adding significant value to anybody else's life is dramatically decreased until you get comfortable in your own skin and you're adding value to your own life. I like it. It's, it's a great point. And so, yes, it's not just professional. It's not, not just athletic. It's not just business. It's personal. Personal relationships are important to, to, to apply these principles in as well. So, good. I like it. All right. Well, as usual, great conversation. Yes. And um, I'm sure there's other stuff we could talk about. What, what, what else you got to talk about today? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I haven't been living in the world of instant gratification in the last few days. It's all been about long-term stuff. Just We have board of directors meetings coming up, and, and that's down in the trenches fighting it out. And uh, believe me. There's no instant gratification in any of this. It's, you know, it's, it's working hard through um, difficult problems and trying to solve them through deciding what the right courses of action are. And it's painful. It is. You know, because if, you, if your goal is to get better, stronger, faster all the time, not settle, which is absolutely a part of my mentality, you're asking tough questions and getting there. So um, it's been a prep for it is a lot. And then once you get there, it's, and so I've not had the opportunity to be instantly gratified recently, but that doesn't mean that I don't uh, do it a good bit. Well, it's yet. still early. <laughs> it's still early. I can still get there. I can still get there before the end of the day. So anyway, that's my next, uh, that's why we're recording at a different time is because we've got some, some things stacked up on my end. So how about you? What's going on? Well, we're coming down off of the, uh, the, the high of that event. High of crap again. Yes, I'm, I'm still recovering from that. And uh, I, I seem to have acquired some type of a head cold. You might notice that my voice is a little scratchy. And I don't know if that's just a head cold or a combination of me talking a lot yesterday and, uh, and the head cold. But um, clearly my voice is not what it normally is. And so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with that. Um, I like the... Uh, I like the subject of instant gratification, though, because I, I, I definitely was, was doing some self-reflection throughout the process of preparing for this podcast, and uh, I think there's some things that uh, I will definitely do different as a result. And I hope that, uh, that folks out there that are listening may be keyed on a few things and will be doing something different as a result and enjoying their experience in this thing we call life a little better as a result. Yeah, and you remind me of one of the things that I, I, I read about repeatedly, again, in, in prep, and I know, and I, I've also personally experienced about what, what you just said. When you take the time to invest in yourself, 
and that's one of the purposes of this podcast is to help people think about things to invest in themselves and oh by the way you and I are getting way more out of it than anybody else but here is one of the really important things when you take the time to delay gratification for really important things that you're going after the end result is not just a little bit better it is exponentially better Great and, point. and that is thing something that I think people ought to just really keep in mind you you don't you don't do just a little bit better you do way better in the long term when you delay the gratification on the things that you're working toward and giving up, you know, spending within your means. Don't, don't, don't rack up the credit card bills and eat healthy and don't, you know, because think about there's another, another outcome of not delaying gratification is as you get older and, and you haven't taken care of yourself for a couple, two, three, four, five decades, what happens? You're just, you can't even hardly move and you're in horrible health and it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not saying, and I, you know, people have, well, that's not going to add any years of my life. I don't know if it will or not, but what it will do is it'll change the quality of your life. It will change your productivity. It will change the amount of energy that you have to work toward those things or to enjoy your retirement because you can do something. That's, you know, that's the physical aspect of it. The financial aspect, a little bit of Putting a little bit of money away today over a couple decades is exponential. Difference. Absolutely. That's the delayed gratification. No, I gotta have it right now. And I don't care about the having eight hundred dollar a month, you know, car payment or whatever. I, I haven't had a car payment in a long time, so I don't know what they are. But I gotta imagine, you know, they can be that high, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And car prices are crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. And and so delay that a little bit. <laughs> and buy a used car an old beater <laughs> like some of your cars i'm kidding i'm kidding I'm <laughs> i like older cars i know you do it's, it's clear I, I prefer to put new motors in older cars and keep them oh there's another story there but i won't tell it on this one about new motors and cars anyway we'll save that for another podcast all right don't forget to ask that question i'm, I'm intrigued yeah it's a good one it's a good story about what not to do <laughs> Uh, is it a, is it, what's the title going to be like vehicle maintenance uh, the, 101 the, yeah the things yes. not to do yes yes well cool. with, with much bigger life implications absolutely it's a great story and I won't forget to tell it alright fair enough thanks Brian thanks Very Kevin much. yeah you're welcome and, uh, and until next time enjoy, enjoy the, the ride. ride thank you for listening to this episode of the Great Beer Chronicles Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Greybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.